Welcome to the Macrofab Engineering Podcast, a weekly show about all things engineering, DIY projects, manufacturing, industry news, and game development. We're your hosts, electrical engineers, Stephen Craig and Parker Dolman. This is episode 311. So we have an announcement. Uh, well, we ha- we had the same announcement last week, but we're redoing it again. Uh, we have a TIG welding stream coming up this Saturday, January 15th at 6 p.m. Central. So uh, if you guys want to come and uh, just hang out and watch Parker and I try to uh, get better at TIG welding or even like get any bit better at uh, TIG welding. Uh, yeah, come and join us. That's Saturday, January 15th at 6 p.m. Central. Uh, you can uh, catch the stream at twitch.tv slash macrofab. So are we going to spend more time actually welding or grinding tungsten? So we dipped our tungsten into the... <laughs> you know, the, the I, I'm planning on moving my, uh, my grinding wheel to be right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have one of those, like... I took a, like a like eight dollar Dremel I got on Amazon, and I attached one of those like housings on top. Oh, you bought one of those like special ones? Yeah. Oh wow, nice, you dude! It's like it's fifteen dollars. <laughs> it was it was only fifteen bucks. I might buy that if but that's like the, the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, I might have to go look for that. Every time I've seen those, they're like two hundred dollars. No, no, you can get them pretty inexpensively. Um, and the good thing about it is it doesn't throw radioactive tungsten dust all over your shop. Well, that's the uh, true. That also depends on which um, tung- which element you're using. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or electrode, not element. At least the stuff I'm going to be using this weekend is, is what? It's thorium? Yeah, thoriated whatever, yeah. Thoriated, yeah. Yeah, 2% um, or whatever. Tungsten. I have, I have so. the, the E90 whatever, um, the purple <laughs> ones. I have purple. Yeah, I got purple stuff. But you're going to be doing stainless, right? Yeah, I'm doing uh, stainless yeah. and steel, and just like cold. Uh, yeah, I think I have steel. purple as well. Yeah, I think I have red as well. I think red's for red's aluminum. the radioactive stuff, or the 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 That's not. That's what I should use. <laughs> we're we're gonna <laughs> if this is any indication of it, we're gonna have a lot of fun. <laughs> we we are trying to set up extra cameras so um, you can actually catch the arc itself and and get some close shots of us attempting to weld attempting the, the thing is like i was for me i'm a fairly proficient mig user see how i did not say welder i said user you, yeah <laughs> um and uh so this is like trying to learn the, a bicycle all over again on trying to you know weld I think this is very much like uh, for you, like somebody who's proficient at some musical instrument trying to learn another musical instrument because you know yeah. what the end goal is. End goal is two pieces of metal stuck together. Right. The physical motion <laughs> of your fingers or your mouth or whatever plays the actual instrument, it just doesn't exist. Uh, and so that's what we're going to stumble our way through. Uh, so I've been cheating. I've actually been practicing a little bit. Um, and I've been laying down just small beads, like two inch long beads. Uh, and they just look like crappy caterpillars. This is like going from a recorder yeah. to a saxophone. <laughs> yeah, a saxophone and a violin at the same time. At the same time, yeah. <laughs> Violin's a better thing. It's it's a little more... There's a lot of finesse with TIG welding. Yes. With MIG's got a lot of finesse too, but you... 
you use like your wrist more than your fingers where tig is for me it feels like more finger work but i could be wrong about that because i suck at it so the, you know the one thing i know i'm bad at right now is um uh i've been doing most of the maneuvering of the uh the wand with my wrist and not sliding my hand uh across the workpiece and uh of everything i've watched like there's less wrist movement. Uh, yeah, so. it's all MIG building the same thing. Yeah, but the thing with MIG is I generally use like because I'm left-handed, so I'll hold the gun and my the MIG gun in my left hand, and then I'll rest it on my right hand if I can. And I use my right hand to slide my wrist across my hand across the workpiece because that way you can actually control really well, and so you're using your your gun holder hand as like your your pitch basically like how far you're away so you can adjust that and then your other hand and arm is met is working with making sure the puddle is moving right can't do that with tig nope nope <laughs> tig both both hands are doing skillful things completely different kind of skillful things too yeah it's yeah. like trying to pat your head and rub your stomach at the same time it is yeah i i, I think it's interesting too because like there's like the, your left hand with your feed wire or whatever hand is feeding your feed wire in um it you it needs to be at a particular angle to the angle of your electrode which is at a different angle to the piece you're actually welding and of course there's like you know th there's plenty of like slop and and how you do it but when you're learning like you you're trying to pay attention to all these things all at once and it's just it's overwhelming <laughs> But we're going to stick some things together. I guarantee you we will. Yeah. But not just that. You also have to modulate the current that you put into your piece at the same time. Oh, yeah. Your foot's doing something, too. Your foot's doing something, too. <laughs> now, I have actually been able to put some pretty decent welds down with the TIG using the pulse uh, setting. Um. I don't know if we're going to consider that cheating for this stream. I don't think so. So I, I have been looking at getting basically rid of the pedal. And I found some like finger controls that you put on the TIG gun. Yeah, I have one the, of those. I say gun. Uh, torch. Torch, the yeah. To on torch. But it's like, it's not variable. It's just has discrete settings. Yeah. So it has like four discrete settings depending on how hard you press it. Because some have variable, like, are, are infinitely variable, like the foot pedal. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like, when I was when I was actually trying to learn, or actually, I wouldn't say learn. I'm like, I'm like, I need to weld some stainless together for a project, and I need to get done now. It was like, set the pulse and just, like, pedal to the floor and do it. <laughs> hey, that, and that, it turned out, it'll work. Okay. It'll stick things together. Oh yeah, it's hasn't fallen apart yet. There's, okay, so there's a difference between a weld, um, not a difference. There's there's sort of like two levels of things. There, well, I'm gonna make it three real quick. There's crappy welds that just don't work that will fail, right? And then the next yeah. level up is welds that will work fine. They just look like garbage. And then there's the level up where they work perfectly and they look amazing. It's, that's the Instagram. Level. I'm trying to get to level two. Yeah, get to level two. Yeah, I've already done a couple level twos, and then I guess it with TIG. But I, I'm, 
I'm one of those like 99% of my projects I can do with the MIG. So I just grab the MIG. I like to get to the point where like I can pick either one and I could do the weld just fine. That's where I want to get to. I've built a lot of box frame tube stuff of with TIG. Like I've made really abstract art that's just like all practice welds where like (laughs) abstract art because like I have a frame that I weld up and then I cut it and then I weld it a different way and then I cut it and I weld it (laughs) just for practice, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's been fun. So, I'm I, you know we make it sound hard. It's like right now we could both go t- stick two pieces of metal together and be confident with the. Oh one. yeah, but yeah, making yeah. it look nice is the the hard part. I want to get to the point where I can make it look as decent enough for like my MIG. Mm. So, and because this thing is, Steve and I we're going to grind our welds. We don't hundred percent. Because most of the time we're painting it anyway, so... Yeah. It doesn't matter what it looks like. As long as it doesn't have zero porosity and good penetration. Yeah, hu- yeah full penetration and, yeah, just make it... Actually, one of, the, one of the issues that I'm dealing with right now that I'm trying to figure out is ending a weld bead and not having it fisheye. Have you, have you seen the fisheye thing with TIG welding? I see that a lot with TIG, Yeah. And you're supposed to like back off and then feed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's the I haven't figured that out yet. Like, but I know I know what you should do. Yeah, haven't been able because I usually have, I I just do the MIG thing and you just go click yeah. off off with the gun. Done. Yeah, I I know you can you can back off and then you can you can hit more current into it for a short period of time and just melt the eye of the fish eye real quick. Yeah, and then so like there's just so much these little like tricks you know yeah all right well yeah okay january 15th 6 p.m central twitch.tv slash macrofab come crack a beer and hang out with parker and i so this week's topic is going to be the game gamification of pcb assembly and how this came about was today um i got a ad for from a or basically an email from an ad agency that was just cold emailing probably tons of startups and that kind of stuff. And they're like, we can gamify macrofab and increase users. And I'm like, <laughs> I just kind of chuckle at the fact that gamification of PCB assembly is kind of funny to think about. And I'm like, you know what? Let's actually see what that would be like. Yeah, let's talk it through. Like, how do you gamify PCB assembly? Yeah. And uh, I think it'd be a lot of fun to think about this kind of like a conceptual concept. And by the way, if someone actually does this, you got to give us some kickbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Scratch your back a little bit. (laughs) Or we're predicting the future of where MacFab goes. Because this is how you get that next round round of funding, right? Yeah. Come up with the next big idea. Yeah. We're turning this into a mobile game. Yes. Actually, so a lot of the things that we we've kind of we, we just threw down some some ideas uh, about this uh, before the Raid podcast. Shadow PCBs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but before we get into the podcast, let's hear a note from our sponsors. <laughs> uh, the uh, so yeah, the we we kind of we're, we're taking a lot of ideas from like globally how video games work, but also a lot of these are, are a bit more geared towards uh mobile gaming 
Uh, yeah, mobile games and and stuff like what was it? Force was it? Force? What was the? Was it Foursquare? What was the app that people like? Like you owned your area and you had influence over your local area because you like went to restaurants and raided them and stuff. <laughs> what I don't was it Foursquare? Foursquare. I I don't Squarespace. No Squarespace is a that's a like website website generator yeah. thing. Uh, I can't remember. There was some app that that basically kicked off the style of gamification. Oh, geez, I don't, I don't remember. Like you had your own zones or territory or something. Yeah, you had your own like zones and territory, and so like the more you reviewed places or like ate out, or checked in at places, it would boost your. Oh, that's kind of like. Um... Uh, gosh, my wife does that for like visiting breweries untapped. Yeah, untapped. It's the same thing, but untapped is for breweries. Yeah. This is for like everything. And it was a big deal when like we were in college, by the way, huh. or like actually exiting college, I would say like 2010 ish yeah. was when this was big. I don't know. But whenever someone says gamification, I immediately think of that app. Okay. Is, yeah. is this kind of stuff. Um, so the first thing that we have to have, if we're going to gamify PCB assembly, is we have to have a tutorial level. Oh, absolutely. Like, anytime you, you download one of these games, there's a, just a mandatory thing, like, let me show you all the little things you need to know about this. So it would, like, it would have to bring you into, like, some kind of PCB view and then, like, have arrows pointing. and like Arrows pointing everywhere. Yeah. With, like, a text box that pops up and then oh, maybe, yeah. like, a voice that talks to you. Oh, yeah. And but, you would press one of the buttons and, like, coins would appear and it'd be like, nice, whenever you do <laughs> Confetti. <stuff. laughs> yeah, confetti. The, the, the thing about the tutorial level, we're going to get to it later, yeah. is part of the tutorial is it introduces you to the in-game currency. Oh, 100%. This is how they... So what they do is they give you a little... It's like giving you a sample. The sample's free. Yeah. And so they give you a piece of the in-game currency, and they make you use the in-game currency to buy something in the in the tutorial level. You in can't the tutorial. Save that. Yeah. yeah. So that's part of the tutorial is you give them a taste of whatever the in-game currency does. Yeah. And so people know I can buy this and go to a store in the game or in the PCB assembly house. Yeah. <laughs> you, in this case, PCB bucks or whatever. Yes. 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 Um. But yeah, I'm just thinking of like, it's like a 15 minute tutorial walking you through with big old arrows pointing everywhere and then like a voice overlay talking to you. Yeah, yeah. With some kind of like, um, uh, like almost like an anime character at the bottom, like explaining things as you go. <laughs> <laughs> Little text box. This is where you set your stack up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but like then it explains like what rules. every part of the stack up is. Like this is copper thickness. Yeah. This is yeah. You know the funny Victorials. thing is like in a lot of ways this is already not a terrible idea. I mean No, this is not a terrible this idea. This part's actually pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although um, I mean I think it would be weird if I was like, Hey, I need to find a place to manufacture, you know, a, a bazillion dollars worth of stuff and there's like this weird character like bouncing around the screen. That doesn't <laughs> scream professional for me, but what if it was Mac, though? What if it was PCB guy Mac? Yeah. What if it's Clippy? 
no no one <laughs> no, wants Clippy no. anymore. But Mac, Mac's cool. Yeah, Mac, Mac is super cool. Mac is the, uh, gosh, how do you explain Mac? Mac was like sort of a mascot for Macrofan. Unofficial mascot, like he lives. So he's the icon I use on Twitter. And the only place that he lived on the website was on Knowledge Base, and he's not even there anymore. <laughs> yeah, but there was also a T-shirt of him, right? What was that? There was a T-shirt of him, right? Yeah, there's the uh, "Let's Build It Together" red T-shirt. Yeah. That is probably my favorite MacFab T-shirt. Um, I, I definitely, I think I should make more of those, and oh, that should be the first swag we give out. Yeah, is rerun those shirts and give those out because those are really cool shirts. Like, do you even have one of those? I do not have a Mac T-shirt. I want one. Yeah, that's a that's a really cool shirt. Um, you know, speaking of shirts, your avatar in this game should be able to get different swag that they can wear. Oh yeah, like you. Oh, that's one thing we need to put into this. It's not even the list. Let's talk about that next. So you make an account, yeah. but you have an avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. A PCB assembly avatar that you can customize, and and they start out real plain, like black t-shirt, jeans. But like later on, you can get all kinds of cool <laughs> stuff. No, 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 it can't be a black because everyone wants a black t-shirt. Uh, okay. We're a bunch of nerds. Here's a white t-shirt. Yeah, just sure. a blank slate the, character. Yeah, but it, the last one you unlock is a black t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tentacle engineer garb. Yeah, jeans. <laughs> Black t shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you have an avatar that you can customize. Yeah. And uh, what would the avatar? I guess it just represents your account. It doesn't really need to do anything besides anything. It's like the old Xbox uh, avatars. They don't actually do anything besides you know be there well okay but later on we have some ideas that that could involve other uh people and other avatars so being able to see the other people okay yeah you're right, so you're right i think you're right. that and and if you ever need to talk to somebody you talk as your avatar right yeah, yeah yeah whenever you talk to customer this is a customer support avatar yeah yeah for sure can you can you imagine so Jerry, Jerry is head of our customer support. Could you imagine an, a Jerry avatar? <laughs> It'd actually be pretty awesome if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have to have, we have to have this. It'd be so much fun. God, now now like now I'm just like have tons of um, images in my head of like cartoonized versions of everyone at Macrofab. Everyone at Mac. That's what I'm like a me version. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, now I kind of want this. <laughs> so, uh, okay, okay, so, so you you create your avatar. Once you have your avatar, this is where you now have an account where you can accrue things uh, as you utilize the game to make PCBs, right? Utilize the platform. Utilize or... the platform, right? Uh, yeah. So one of the first things that's in like virtually every game out there is experience points. So of course, like you start out. Your level one character, a level level one macro faber at that point, uh, and as you utilize the platform, you you gain experience points. I I kind of think if if we're going mobile game style, it's not like you've done like after you've done like a whole PCB or after you've done something, then you get experience points. I'm thinking mobile game, 
style where every little thing you do gives you experience gives you experience points. points so just those like you know hits of dopamine like every time you well the whole thing is everything's got to have a meter that fills up yeah everything you do so you up <laughs> so let's say you upload a pcb yeah right as you're assigning the layers there's a bar that goes up <laughs> even if you make as a mistake and go back it fills up again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so and like as you're going progressing through setting your PCB specifications, yeah. the the bar for the PCB specifications goes up. Mm. All the bar, all the bars. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah. So just and so uh, your avatar is accruing all those experience points, but why? Well, okay, because at the end of the day, you need to broadcast to all the other avatars how awesome you are. So. You can gain titles. Uh, so I guess when you start out, you're just like level one macrofaber. Like that is like the base title. But I mean, you should be able to go to like, uh, you know, start leveling up to like multiple levels of engineer or all the way up to like master graybeard or something like that, like way up at the top. So I think all the experience points eventually gets you different titles that stick along with your uh with your avatar but also badges so badges are like i guess i guess uh, actually come to think about it badges and achievements sort of go together kind of same thing yeah yeah we, we have both of those written here but they're 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 both uh effectively the same thing so a badge or an achievement would be like create a pcb that could be an achievement and you've you've done yeah. it you you did it and like anyone place my first order but there's also, but like, if you're if you're like level one hundred, grand graybeard, then like you have the achievement like run one hundred PCBs or something like that. You know, like all the stuff you see in Steam achievements. Production master <laughs> built one hundred thousand boards. Yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> these are not bad ideas, to be honest. No, they're not bad ideas. <laughs> Uh, and I could see most of these achievements having like bronze, silver, gold as well, you know, and with with star ratings too. <laughs> There's so Three many bronze. layers to this. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, okay. So, so yeah, badges and all right. So let's let's think of some more achievements that that could be pulled off. So there, there's there's obviously like the ones where they're like patchy on the back achievements, where it's like I've ordered a board. But what are some more like obscure ones? Like past DRC first time. Past D- <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. Past DRC first time. Uh, you know, uh, how about an achievement where like you have literally spent over twenty four hours on the uh, platform? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some kind of big long time um, here. You could have like, like achievements like, like, uh. Like configured a hundred different bombs, something like that. Like long term meter meter filling achievements. Yeah. Um, let's see. You have oh you have achievements oh. for how many layers you've done. So have you have you ordered a two layer board, a four layer board, a six layer board? Yeah. But I was I was going to build on that is, if you upload multiple EDA tool styles, so like oh. You've uploaded an eagle board, and then it gives you like an achievement for that. But if you upload like 
oh, you've used three different EDA tools to design products. See, okay, yeah, I like that. That's not an achievement. That's a badge, and it's called like Tech Master yeah. or something like tech that. Tech Master? <laughs> EDA Master. Also, let's pause for a quick second here because in our Twitch <laughs> Twitch chat, Awesome Blossom asks, is this going to be on the Macrofab website? Let's let's clear the, the slate right now. No, none of this is no. going to be on there. Like, we're, if it happens... It will not happen like tomorrow. No, no, <laughs> no. Like none of this is, is real. Like we're we're envisioning like if Macrofab was a game. Yeah. Okay. If you the whole idea um is if you were going to gamify PCB assembly yeah. well, in regards to like Macrofab, because Macrofab is an online platform, so it makes it easier to think about gamifying it. Right. Yes. And the reason why it's coming up is I got a cold call email that was like spam of a of a uh, marketing firm that yeah. wanted to gamify the MacFab app. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> well, let's let's envision that. Let's see what that looks like. Yeah. yeah let's, let's see what it looks like. <laughs> I like that. Tech master. Um, and so we got all these achievements, badges, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But... And you have your avatar. Yeah. What doesn't matter if you can't show it off? So you got to have rankings and leaderboards. <laughs> leaderboards. I love that. <laughs> and so you can you can leaderboard like who spent the most money or ordered the most amount of boards or had the most line items for that month. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Number of number of placements. Yeah. Number of placements. Um Oh, that's such a cool, that's such a cool idea. <laughs> I, I like how chat is like, this is a good idea too. And I'm like, you know what's going to happen? We're going to put this podcast out on this Friday. And the marketing team is like, Parker, these are two good ideas. These, these are all good ideas. <laughs> you got to take the podcast down. <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah. that's a, oh, that's really interesting. Oh, metadata about PCBs, like number of vias, yeah. um, the biggest trace. Yeah, that's it. Smallest board, biggest board, most number of layers. Like yeah, yeah. leaderboards for the like and you can have it roll over every week or month. Um oh, that's such a cool idea. Yeah. Longest board that takes the longest to pick in place and board that takes the least amount to pick in place. Yeah, I like that. Oh, oh, biggest mix of like Oh, uh, this would be achievement. Born is a hundred percent pick and placeable. Oh yeah, yeah. Somebody just uploads a board with a one resistor on it. Achievement <laughs> gained. <laughs> Wait, you can gamify. You can game the game. So yeah, yeah, totally. So yeah, rankings and leaderboards. So so yeah, you, as your title increases, well, as your rank increases, um, you get different titles based off of uh, yes. as you go through. Yeah, that'd be the idea. And so, like, your avatar would be like, like crab foam, master PCB layout, master, like that. <laughs> master twice in there. <laughs> yeah, master twice. I like it. Um, what else in there? Hmm. I really, actually, really like the metadata leaderboard kind of thing. The metadata stuff is fun. Like, I wonder. Uh, I guess you you have that capability to extract information, right, from boards. Like, oh yeah, we could. You could go and find that that right now. 
Yeah. yeah. That wouldn't be too difficult to do. Hmm. I mean, it would be it would be kind of um, fun to just have like a, a ticker that's like Macrofab has placed this many components this month just to like have like how many how many just SMD parts has Macrofab put on boards in 30 days? Yeah, the the only thing you run into is um, some people consider that like their personal data or whatever oh 100 so you have, have to modify the the user agreement to be like we're going to mine your data and publish it publicly <laughs> no yeah everything we're talking about here has problems let's just put it that yeah, it has problems with with uh ip oh yeah 100%, personal ip yeah well and and i mean because what 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 a lot of it could boil down to, like just consider this hypothetical let's just pretend like you had one customer who that did have sensitive data um and they and they they, they didn't want that shared and let's just pretend like all the other customers left the platform that that month so the only customer that was left was the one with sensitive data and then you're posting those numbers well it's just their numbers then you know yeah. so this is all hypothetical fun stuff yeah, I guess you could anonymize the leaderboard. The po- the, po- the what you really run into is like the leaderboard problems because those are public. Would be public. You you you, you could have, have titles to have something to opt into it. Yeah, you could have titles, badges, an avatar. The in my opinion, the best idea out of this so far is the tutorial level kind of idea. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, Mac but all the has other things similar things, but they're not really gamey. Yeah, not gamey. Um, so the next thing these uh, gamification would require, we touched on it earlier, is in-game currency. Mm-hmm. So macro bucks. Yep. Yep. PCB diamonds. Yeah. And uh, I think there'd be like chips. Like oh, little MCU chips. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said diamonds. Tasty chips. Yeah, tasty chips. And so you don't buy your PCBs with USD, you have to convert your USD to macro bucks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. This is not real. This no. is not real. <laughs> we're having to hedge this so hard just to make sure that people know that like we're just coming up with goofy um, ideas here. So it'd be in-game. You have to have in-game currency because that's how you lock people into your ecosystem. Um, and you, and you can't have any. So if some costs like 400 macro bucks you can't have a way to go from usd to 400 macro bucks you always have to go slightly over so you have to be you, like it has to be like 500 macro bucks so you have 100 macro bucks left over just sitting in your account burning a hole in your digital wallets right but like, but, but go, the, the cheapest item is 101 or or something yeah like 100 that. 50. 150, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So the second time you add money, it still doesn't get you still have stuff left over. Yeah. So what could you buy? So with PCB assembly, what would you use in game? So if you had to buy currency, so you can like buy boards, but what else could you like in games? What does in-game currency do? It hmm. speeds things up. Yeah, yeah. You, this oven's gonna take eight minutes, but if you give me a couple of macro bucks, it's gonna take, you know, one. Yeah. So you could you could uh you could you could skip ahead in lines. Yeah. Um, accelerate your experience points. That would be a thing you could do. 
Um, mainly skipping lines is like, because kind of like you kind of do that already by spending more money for like faster services. <laughs> you get and uh, you could you could spend money and get engineering support and it would fix problems on your boards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you could do that. I'm just trying to think of like what is in mobile games that you spend like in-game currency on. Like you oh, stuff for your avatar. Oh, yeah, for sure. Duh. Yeah, all of your outfits. By that macro things. shirt. Yeah. Yeah, you, you need to have a uh, different swag. Oh, so for your avatar, you have to have seasonal items. Oh, 100%. So Christmas, Halloween, uh, spring. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Um, one that we have to celebrate because it's uh, you know, Chinese New Year. <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, you got to um, you got to spend those macro bucks before Chinese New Year's just to make sure that you get stuff through. <laughs> get stuff through fast enough, yeah. Yeah. Um what else would there be? I'm trying oh, to Oh, speaking of that, oh, go ahead. I think we're actually uh this is serious by the way. I think we're actually cuz usually during Chinese New Year we have like our like we have to like relax a lot of our uh lead times. Um, I think we don't have to do it that badly this year because I think we, we're actually going to start putting... Um, actually, I don't know if this is public or not. Hmm. I think there's a solution we have to the problem, but you have to spend more macro bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going with that. I guess. I guess if that is secret, you can hack that out. Yeah, I don't know if that's... If it's going to be if that if what I was about to say is going to be public or not yet, I don't remember. Oh. Let me actually check the blog real quick. So I'm trying to think of like some mobile games I've played where, um, oh, you know, okay, so Macro Bucks is like in in a lot of games, like if you if you fail a level or something like that, you can immediately spend your currency and like restart the level right away. Like if if there's a problem with your PCBs, you could spend macro bucks. Oh, and like you get failed DRC. Failed DRC. You can spend macro bucks and get right back in front of the line. Yep. 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 Of like order review or or engineering review. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we did announce it. Oh. Um. We have a fully U.S. source PCBA set up in terms of like getting boards made. So if you got, if, if it's critical, you, you have a solution. Yeah. Cause usually we don't offer our 10 day quick turn during Chinese new year. Yeah. Um, or, uh, no, my bad lunar new year is what we call it. Cause, uh, there's more than China that, 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 uh, honors that, that, what week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's correct. I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. Something like that. Um, Lunar New Year. We usually say two weeks. Yeah, it's usually two weeks. Yeah. Um, but we have a U.S.-based um, PCBA manufacturer now, so you got to spend that macro bucks. Get headline. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really about... Usually you spend... In in these game really bad gamification games, 
with microtransactions, you spend the in-game currency to speed stuff up. So that's what it would be for. Oh, you, to get rid of ads too. Oh yeah, there would be ads. Digikey and Mauser ads all over the platform, <laughs> just everywhere. And the and those and okay, let's do a quick tangent side note because I like in it, like games that like I don't I don't do not mobile game anymore. I, I used to have a few that like I would just play around with, but like they've they're so obnoxious nowadays. Where like you play a level and then there's an ad and they do that thing where there's like a countdown timer and they put like the X to get out of the ad it's in a new place every time the ad pops up like they move it around so you have to like hunt for it and stuff and it's really thin um, but they're like oh do you want to delete ads it's you know 150 US dollars or whatever they're asking for the game Ugh, it's awful Oh, geez. They, I, I'm exaggerating but I think that's all about what we got about in game currency yeah so the next thing about these gamification apps is they usually have weekly and daily rewards that you can get i think it's funny that like that's actually those are actually words now like have you done your dailies have you done your weeklies you know that was a that was for like wow right yeah i think that really started with world of warcraft yeah yeah now i left that was really like the first expansion, Burn, Burning Crusade. I think it's when it kind of added that stuff. Because that I remember when I first played that game, this is like 2006. Um, they didn't have weeklies or dailies. Yeah, but I know. I remember shortly after I I left the game, they added that. Um, but yeah, uh, weekly and daily rewards. So you always log in and check. So that could be you could do like whenever you have like a uh, a uh, like a message like from a, a MacFab engineer to speak, right? They could you can get your daily reward by like acknowledging or, or responding to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, you don't always have a question though to respond to. Yeah, what would be like a weekly or a daily? Hmm. Oh, I just came up with a really bad, awesome idea. <laughs> What's so, that? so you know how they have those, uh, Google has those capachas that's like, pick the palm trees in the nine pictures. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's like training AI. Yeah. So you're getting me with this. Oh, okay. Is... You give the person a data sheet and they go, and you go, hey, what's the package and the pin count of this part? Oh, and you're teaching an AI to read data sheets? Well, not AI, but you just like, and you just like, just like you send that out to like everyone that one day and then you average the result together and boom, you got your part. <laughs> this part has eight and a half pins. <laughs> well, you threshold it, but yeah. Yeah, just play it. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's And then nice everyone point. that answered correctly. Yeah. Um get some experience they, they completed their quest oh i like that that's actually a really good idea <laughs> <laughs> that's evil too yeah leveraging like, oh, your uh, your your base leverage your user base to feed you manufacturing data wow uh you could okay so you could also train ai's 
to detect component rotations based off of that, where it would send an image of components on a board to people and just ask the question, is this rotated properly or not? And then just get aggregate tons of data off of that and then figure that out, and the AI can learn uh, about the board and component rotations. Yeah. Mm. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's a... That's kind of cool. And then, yeah, the people who participate in that game, they get something. Get experience points and maybe a little macro buck. Yeah. And you get badges yeah. where it's just like, you know, helpers and things like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, 100 days in a row. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Footprint yeah. expert. Foot- ah, I like that. Yeah. Data sheet master. Data sheet master. <laughs> You know, uh, so we joke about a lot of this stuff. There, you know, if you were to strip away some of the nefariousness of what we're going into, like, there's actually some decent ideas in here. Yeah, there's some pretty good ideas. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, so we have kind of in this weekly daily rewards kind of thing is also quests, which is kind of funny to think about. Like, because quests are generally in video games given you by a non-player character or NPC and you go do something. Yeah. So you could have quests as part of like a tutorial level like afterwards. Like quest, make a new PCB and place an order. Right. No, yeah, the, the, the quest, the quest, I think like the initial quest would have to be like that. But you could also have um... Well, okay, so I, I put up I put up this this idea up here called design raids, which raids in like WoW and and old school was like you get a party of people together and you you go through a dungeon or something like that, right? And and um, at and EDA tools your dungeon. Yeah, the well, okay, so there's there's that there there's like design raids where it's like complete a design, or and I don't know how like the game would be able to handle that but there's also like you could have like speed boards or something like that where it's like it sends out like alerts and you get push notifications where it's like whoever orders now gets like 20% off so everyone raids and tries to upload their stuff and order it as fast as possible so I, but they only know after they place their order oh that's kind of evil that's really evil. that's really people would have stuff people queued would up just where bounce. they could just order right away you know yeah because that's things people would just bounce if they if you didn't do that well i maybe maybe it would have to detect that you're starting a new project uploading like it would have oh, to know you're doing i see what you're scratch. saying yeah see what you're saying so just to drive user engagement to the platform is all that's doing yeah, so it's just like you, Which you is, could push notification of, on your uh, phone. Marketing. It's like design raid, go, and like you got to yeah. dump all your files in. Your conversion rate on that would be terrible. Though. <laughs> it would be abysmal. <laughs> Actually, what it could do? No, get this. <laughs> this is evil. It you could upload your files, and it would purposefully screw things up around, so you had to go and fix them. And then it, you upload your bill of materials, and you'd have to go and scrub your own bill of materials. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah, like the PCB assembly hard mode. Yeah, like yeah, this would be because you would order the board, and like there's almost guaranteed to be an issue at that. Yeah, point. there's going to be an issue because you. <laughs> Uh, but if there's no issue, you get a badge for that. Get I badge, survived yeah. a design raid. 
Okay, all so of lousy all the good t-shirt. ideas we've had, this is not one of them. <laughs> this is a that terrible is not one of them. idea. This is a terrible idea. Um, <laughs> I do. I think the best idea is the tutorial level. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I actually kind of like avatar and experience points with badges and achievements, and then kind of like a metadata leaderboard kind of thing would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. The in-game currency is a terrible idea. No. No, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> do that's not awful. do in-game currency. I, I do like the daily reward kind of idea, though. Like setting up a crowdsourced way of getting manufacturing data through a rewards program. Yeah, that at, at, which feels fun for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, I don't know if you subscribe to it, um, on Android... You can subscribe to like the Google Rewards thing. And basically, it's a survey. Google Survey, I think, is what it's called, and it sends you a survey every so often. That's basically you scrubbing your data, basically, and so it improves its algorithm. Is what it's doing. But they pay you basically a, a anywhere from like ten cents to a dollar uh, per survey, and you just go in like and it basically is like have you did you actually go to this store on this date? Did you pay with blah, 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 blah? Mm-hmm. And it basically asks you those kind of questions. And it's basically improve. It's like the pick the stop sign. It steps you through your own data. Yeah, it steps you through your data and you're confirming or denying it. And uh, and honestly, that's the only way I get money for the Android Play Store or Google Play Store. So oh, yeah, For a while, that was fueling my... Uh, it was fueling my... Um, uh, Pokemon Go addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a couple surveys and then put money into that game. Then go play, yeah, Pokemon Go. Yeah. Go buy some stuff in Pokemon Go and then wait till get a couple more surveys and do that again. That's cool. So, and I stopped playing Pokemon Go and then I stopped doing the surveys because I didn't have a reason to, <laughs> to do them. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, um, at one time I had like 20 bucks just chilling in from doing surveys. Wow. Yeah, you could do stuff like that. That's it's a good idea. Um, money motivates people, shockingly. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, you know, back on that tutorial level, I think that would be a really cool thing if it wasn't mandatory on the MacroFab platform. If it was something where it's like, would you like to do a step by step walkthrough of using the platform? Could we do like a? Could it be like a really? I'm thinking like late '90s style software, where like a person walks out on the desktop and like points to things. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's great with a laser it's, pointer. It's me, <laughs> but it's me dressed as Mac. Oh gosh, that's creepy. <laughs> that would be super fun, though. Um, and I honestly, I I bet you people would use that. And you can green screen it so you like you can like climb on the UI elements. Oh, that's cool. And you can be like, here's the drop down menu, and then you like grab the slider and pull it down. <laughs> nice. What uh um I'm oh yeah, right. Uh I it's been a while since I've um gone to the MagFab website without logging into it, just like if you just cold turkey go to it. And uh, up at the top, there's a 
demo thing and you can go you can launch the demo and it's effectively it's the tutorial it's it's basically it's a tutorial yeah it, it totally is um it's just not as like directly interactive as what i think you and i are thinking yeah. right now or non-interactive and just a video well yeah this <laughs> this demo about. throws up a board that parker designed and you can go and modify all kinds of things about it and see every bit of it that's basically what mm-hmm. this is um, and then but there the, is a video the, too. The tutorial would be more about like walking you through uploading your own first design. Correct. Yeah, because this demo already has a board that you kind of just log yeah. into. And so it would be a really good way to be like, um, you open it up and goes, "Do you want a tutorial?" And you click yes and go, "What kind of EDA tool are you using? Yeah, what's your data look like? Right? Because that's a very important way how you first approach the platform is. Yeah, what do you have ODB plus like. plus, or are you doing Gerber's and a separate bill of materials? Like, how are you? Do doing? you have Eagle? Do you have Altium? You got uh, DipTrace? Mm-hmm. You have KiCad or KiCad? Right. Depending on what part of the world you're in. Mm, I don't know. That's cool. Maybe that's a fun thing to add. Yeah, I think so too. Hmm. All right, so any All other right. gaming elements that, that would be part of this? I think we've gone pretty far on this. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else. I want to know what people think about this just so I can screenshot it and like send it to our marketing team. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess just a, a really cool soundtrack that plays in the back of Macrofab. So. Oh, yeah. May, yeah. Maybe we'll work on a, on a soundtrack just like as a side project. It could be cool. Eh, sure. <laughs> so before we end this podcast, there is the TIG stream this Saturday, January 15th, 6 p.m. Central. Same uh, Twitch stream channel. That's twitch.tv slash macrofab. And uh, yeah, come hang out. And that was the Macrofab Engineering Podcast. We are your host, Parker Dillman. And Stephen Craig. Later, everyone. Take it easy. Thank you, yes, you are a listener, for downloading and streaming or maybe beaming this in your brain with an Elon Musk Neuralink. Um, but yeah, listen to our podcast. If you have a cool idea, project, or topic, or gamification uh, for the MacFab platform, let Steven and I know. Tweet us at MacFab, at Longhorn Engineer, or at Analog ENG, or email us at podcast at MacFab.com. Also, check out our Slack channel. You can find it at macfab.com slash Slack. And also, you can come and hang out with us while we're recording the podcast at twitch.tv slash macrofab.